We are four games into the NBA Finals, and we got potentially three more games left. I want to break it down from both the Warriors and Celtics' perspective, see what tweaks I think they should make headed into Game 5 for the rest of the series, what I'm seeing that's positive and negative for both sides. So we're going to start with the Golden State Warriors. And to me, it's clear that the biggest adjustment that needs to be made is the performance of Draymond Green. Draymond Green definitely has to be better. He needs to be more engaged. And we're not asking Draymond to come out here and score ridiculous scoring numbers. We're not asking him to be some shot creator or anything crazy like that. The dude at averaging two points per game in the past two games, just as many as the podcast episodes he uploaded within that time. So you got to be a little bit better in that aspect. You need him crashing the glass. That's the biggest thing. The Golden State Warriors are really at a disadvantage on the boards with Boston punishing them inside. They need Draymond's help in the glass. They need him to play elite level defense. They need him to set screens and make plays for others and just be aggressive offensively. Attack the rim with some purpose and be a threat to shoot the ball, whether it be a floater or a finish around the basket. We're not asking him to chuck up threes. We're not asking him to do things that we haven't seen Draymond do on a consistent basis within this past season. So, Just be Draymond. Golden State needs you to be Draymond. And if you can do that, if you can flip the script, Golden State's going to be at an advantage in this series because they've been doing a lot of this without the play of Draymond Green because he's been, honestly, as I've coined, the Celtics' best player throughout this series. So step it up a little bit, Draymond Green, because they're going to need it. And also, I think Draymond is a piece that can make the game easier for Klay Thompson and a Jordan Poole to get those guys going, get them in the flow, because they haven't been as consistent or as productive as you'd like them to be as guys that could be potentially the second or third scoring option next to Steph Curry. He needs some more help on the offensive end, and Wiggins has been the main guy providing that help. And you want to see more from these two, although Klay Thompson's had some good games in there. He hasn't been what we are expected to see from Klay Thompson. And Draymond should be able to free up Klay for open looks. They need self-creation from a Jordan Poole, and they need Draymond to be able to make plays so Clay doesn't have to create as much for himself off the dribble. Defensively, I think their game plan on Jason Tatum has been great. You know, they're doing a great job making him pass the ball at a double team, seeing multiple bodies, uh, but they do need to crash the glass. As I've said before, I do think that Kevon Looney needs some more minutes, and they need him to be a force inside on the boards and lead to more transition opportunities if they can get the rebound and push the pace. They need to continue to close out the shooters, which they didn't do a good job of in game one, particularly in the fourth quarter. Uh, Corner threes have been a real bright spot for the Boston Celtics. They're shooting well over 40% from three from the corners, and you definitely got to close out on those guys, Derek White, Al Horford, uh, Marcus Smart at times. list goes on and on. Boston's had a lot of success at that. For Boston side of things, Jason Tatum has to get it going. He is your best player. He is the player that has led you to this point. He made first team All-NBA this year. He's been a guy that people have elevated into this superstar conversation, a potential top 10 player in the NBA. I believe he is. They need to get him going. You can't have Tatum being outscored by 10-plus points a night by Steph Curry. And Steph is doing it far more efficiently. And Tatum's inefficiency has been so glaring, it's it's pathetic. His field goal percentage in these finals, he's shooting 34% from the field. 34% 
In the second half of games, he's shooting 26.5% from the field. He is shooting just 25% in the fourth quarter. And when you look at that 34 field goal percentage that we said a little bit earlier, Steph Curry is averaging 34.3 points per game. Tatum's field goal percentage is lower than Stephen Curry's points per game. Ridiculous difference between those two. And he's shooting just 27% from two-point range. I'm not saying that you need Jason Tatum to outplay Stephen Curry, but you need it to be somewhat close. You need the best player to actually show up. I mean, he outplayed Kevin Durant. He outplayed barely Jimmy Butler, you know, in the conference finals. Like he has the ability to go toe to toe with some of the top players on the opposing side. Now, Steph Curry is similar to Giannis. He's in that top three conversation, so it's going to be a little bit harder. But you need Tatum to be far more efficient and far more effective on the offensive end. You can say that Tatum is being bothered with his shoulder injury that he suffered in the Miami series, but to me, he's missing shots that we've definitely seen Jason Tatum make. And usually Tatum is a difficult shot maker and taker, uh, but it hurts his efficiency when you're relying on tough back, uh, tough shot opportunities uh, to get your points. Uh, he's missing a high volume of his twos in this series, as we mentioned before. And Golden State's game plan has been very, very solid. They've been containing him. They've been trapping him. They've been doubling him if needed. And they're trying to turn him into a playmaker. They're trying to make him set up other guys rather than worrying about himself as much or he has to shoot over a potential double team. So they've been very effective in making Tatum uncomfortable, and that's been a big-time weakness for the Boston Celtics. They've been relying a lot more on Jalen Brown, who has continued to be great in this series. But I would like to see Boston get Tatum to use his size and his strength more, attacking the basket, and maybe work him out of the post more. And he will definitely see some more success in my opinion, because Andrew Wiggins is doing a very, very good job on him as a primary defender. But like I said before, he's having a lot of help. So maybe if you get him out the post, he can make better reads out of the post. He can shoot his fadeaway shot that he likes to shoot. Just a different type of look that you'll give him if you do more post-ups. Defensively, it's clear who they need to stop. All your defensive attention needs to go to Steph Curry, trapping him, doubling him, getting the ball out of his hands by any means which admittedly can play into Golden State's hands. It can allow them to play some 4 on 3 But with Draymond Green's offensive struggles and his inability to contain Curry, it seems like the only option at this point in time. Uh, you're not containing Curry <laughs> in this series. He's going bonkers. And Draymond has been basically an offensive liability throughout this series. So you can afford to help off of him. I still believe, despite the fact that Wiggins can hit open shots and he's been the second-best player for the Warriors in these finals, I still believe you can help off Wiggins on the perimeter. The only other shooters that I'm closing out to consistently are Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole. Anyone else doesn't really worry me that much on a consistent basis. And then when you talk about imposing your will and dominating the glass, Robert Williams is a big-time key for Boston. He has to be an enforcer on both ends of the floor. And I want to see them offensively attack the paint more and shoot less threes. I believe they are a very streaky three-point shooting team, and they become very three-point happy going up against a team like the Warriors especially. You don't need to match the Warriors from the three-point line. Most likely, you're not going to be able to do that. So don't try to be Golden State from distance. Attack the basket. Attack the paint. That's what Memphis saw a lot of success doing. It's what teams that have had success against the Golden State Warriors can do effectively, especially considering they do go small sometimes 
and you got Kevon Looney in there. Like, come on, you should be able to attack the basket. You should be able to get multiple chance opportunities. And that's really what Boston has done when they've won basketball games in this series. Final thing I want to say, Grant Williams. He's been an X factor at times in these playoffs. He would be a big time player to get going. And he brings that edge. He brings that tenacity. And he can hit open shots, particularly from the corner threes. So if they can get Grant Williams involved, that'd be a big time plus. But basically how I see this series going is I think Golden State is most likely going to win game five on their home floor. I don't see them coming back to the Bay and losing that one. Now, game six in Boston is very, very tough. I think the Celtics are going to show some pride. They're going to show some heart at home. And I don't really see them losing this finals on their home floor. So it's probably going to go back to the Bay for game seven. And I got Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors closing it out in game seven. I originally had Golden State in five. I believe that they sold game one where they definitely should have won and closed that game which could have made this a different series, 3-1 coming back home for the closeout in game five. But that's not what ended up happening. And Steph hasn't gotten the support from the others that I expected him to get going in. Credit to Boston for stealing multiple games in this series. I believe game three, they just looked flat out like the better team. So props to them. But at the end of the day, I have Golden State winning this series in seven. It's going to be interesting to see the adjustments that both of these teams make. I'm out for now, y'all. Peace.